All right, let's learn. So, we left off last time we were talking about that the Piazetzner began talking about a worry that everyone is supposed to have. That everyone is supposed to, this is supposed to be, you're supposed to be perpetually in a state of being worried. Doyek. Right, we, I, I mentioned the, from the Munkat Rebbe, that if a war comes up against you, that itself shows that, that things are going well, that you could have bitachin. Because a person, a Jew, is supposed to be worried. And what's the worry? What is the worry? So we learned that length last time, that the Pezetzner said that, that every one of us is worried, what's going to be with my life? What's going to be every day? I want to get close to Hashem and not to be sunk in the mire, and yet every day I myself throw myself away from Hashem, not that God throws me away, but rather I myself throw myself into uncharted waters and the place of the donkey and the dog, etc. What's going to be with my life? I'm worried about what's the, maybe the last day when it's finally my time to leave the world. I'm going to say, what did I do? My whole life is a piece of novella, is a piece of trafe, is disgusting, is nauseating. I threw myself into filth. The kids are on and on and on how one is supposed to be worried about how lousy one is doing, so to speak, in life. And, how fa- and I mentioned last week that it's not chas v'sholem to say that a person himself is, not, you know, is, doing, is doing poorly, but that one is far from Hashem. But the Piazansa really talks about, he's really saying that a person, you know, that, that we all have this... this this fear sometimes, this worry about, look how far I am from Hashem, look how far from what I'm supposed to be doing. You're at the end of Os Beis here? Uh, yeah, we finished Os Beis, yeah. Okay, so this Shalom. is Chazar on, on the end of Os Beis. Uh, fin- yeah, we finished Os Beis, I'm just Chazaring, yeah. So, and we spoke last week about the difference between bitterness, I mentioned what you said about Avodim Etech, Mirus Nefesh, I mentioned the difference between bitterness and sadness, and so the Pizetsu is obviously talking about being bitter, about being bitter and, and being doyeg, be worrying about one situation. That one has to be, what's going to be with me? Worried about one situation and one's connection to Hashem. And then in Ois Gimel, we're, we began Ois Gimel, but let's, let's, do, let's do it from the beginning again. Ois Gimel. V'keven sheken, anu meidiyem bazeh shalachavrseinu zeh iskablu rakan noshem doyegim ke'elu. We're only going to accept the warriors. Not warriors, but warriors, right? <laughs> there are other groups, you have to be a warrior. For the Piazetsan's group, for Bnei Machshavatoyev, you have to be a worrier. We're only going to accept people that are worrying. And we'll talk Mitzvah Shem soon about what, why that's so important. Ve'elu anoshim, she'yoydim b'nafshem, those people that know in their own souls, she'enim nechnosim tachas asugazeh, that they're not from these people, they're not from those that are worried about what's going to be, that they're, that they're worried about the Yiddishkeit, those people that, are, that feel fine with their Judaism, they don't feel like anything has to change. So we say those people, uh, we ask from them, please don't join our group. Don't fool yourselves and stray, put yourselves astray and, and fool us and, and make us go astray. And don't ruin it for the rest of the people, the rest of the chevra, those of pure hearts and and and. And uh, clean minds, clean das. Not only that, not only don't we want you to join our group, more than that. We prefer you don't even read this. I, I prefer really that you shouldn't even read this Bukhlal. They shouldn't read this Bukhlal at, at all, this whole Kunjas, this whole Bidemach Shavatoiva. 
In other words, the possessor is saying that really the, the, the gateway, so to speak, into joining this group is to, is to be worried about one situation. Now, peep shot in the simple level, we understand why that is, at the most basic level, because if you're forming a group, a community, a spiritual community, there has to be a general um, uh, uh, direction that we're going. What's, what's the point of the community? There has to be ultimately a point. And the possessor is saying the point of the community, of course, is to change the way that one relates to Hashem, to make it a whole different type of re- revelation to Hashem. But in order to be able to do that, one has to feel that one is lacking. That's pshat. The similarly, one has to feel that one is lacking. Otherwise, one is not going to change. Right? If, if I don't feel anything's broken, then I don't need to fix it. Right? So that's to the most basic level that the Pizzetz is saying, don't even read this book if, if, um, if, you're not, if you're not among those that worry, that worry about this situation. I just want to point something out, and, and we'll get back to this later. But I want to show you that we just read the words. The Pizzazza was saying don't, that those people that don't have this worry, that are not concerned about their Judaism, that are not concerned that their life is in a vela and etc., etc., all these things, don't join the group because we, the rest of us that have that worry, and don't ruin it for the rest of the members of the group. And then how did he describe the members of the group? What did he say? Tehoire levunake adas. Pure of heart and clean of mind. But these are the same people that are worried about their situation. <laughs> in other words, the PSS himself is saying that the people in the group are to das. That's a that's a nice thing to have said about you. I wish someone would say that about me and me you know, if it was true. To das to have a pure heart and a clean mind. So Pizzas is saying you have to be worried. That you that your life is in a vela and that and that you're you in the mire and you're in the filth and that's to, this worry has to bother you and eat away at you, and 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 the same people that have this worry because if you don't have this worry then don't ruin it for those that have pure mind and and cl- a pure heart and clean mind. So if if we're talking about people that have a pure heart and clean mind, why do they have to have this worry? So we'll talk about that mitzvah a little later, but 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 you see already from over here. And we're gonna we'll speak about this later, uh, more at length. That having the worry is not just. But does everyone understand what I just pointed out? Why it's strange? This, this, this seemingly uh, yeah. Is is it clear what I'm that he's saying? These people are worried about the situation, and yet he's calling them the kia das So you see from what from That's this. That's megala. That they are. In other words, that virtue uh-huh. itself is is megala milsa that they are. Of that more elevated stature. What's Megala Milsa? The fact that they are always doeg. Exactly. So you see from here the Pizetsu is saying it's not that a person is doeg, is constantly doeg, because that, 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 that's only because the Maisa, I don't yet, I haven't yet attained any level in Avedis Hashem. <clears throat> no, the doeg is. The feature of being at that high Madrega. Exactly. The feature of being in Avedis Hashem is that one is doeg. The opposite that the person who is not doyeg thinks I'm not doyeg because I'm tahari laid in the case uh, that he but really thinks he's on the madrega. No, so but that's that's the, a, the so irony is you're telling someone not to join because you're not on this madrega, but you say no, you don't get it. I'm on the madrega. That's why I'm no, not worried. No, but anybody who's on that madrega is always doyeg. There's nobody who's on that madrega that isn't doyeg. R- right, I agree. That's the shot of what the Rebbe is saying, but like, that's the irony is that the person he's telling not to come is not on the madrega to understand that. 
okay, yeah, that's tr- that that person, right, might not get that. That person that that he's saying not to come may not realize that there's an intrinsic connection between right, right, right. Daga and, and the elevated... So that is what we're all saying is basically that the Piazzetts are stressing that this Daga is not, is not a Bidiyevet. That's the point. It's not a Bidiyevet that want us to be worried about what's my situation. No matter how level, whatever level a person achieves, want us to be worried about my situation. And we'll speak more about that later, Mitzvah Shem. Um, I'll just say now quickly what we're going to talk more about. There's a, a the language of Chazal. Chazal say um, in the Gemara, and Chassidus brings this a lot. Chazal say, "Ein moistrin I'm sorry, "Ein moistrin raze Torah." It's the Gemara Chagiga. "Ein moistrin raze Torah el mishalibay doyeg bekirboy." That's Mamash Loshan of Chazal. That one cannot give over the secrets of Torah. Only one whose heart is worried. So you see that the heart worrying, the heart being in a state of, of, of worry, of, of, of this gnawing away at one's, at one's mind, this is, is something that's not a bidiyevet. It's the only way one could be zeichet to raze Torah, to the secrets of Torah. And we'll speak more about that in the Mitzvah when we get to the next page. But what I want to point out over here that the Pizetsu is already saying right away that if you're not from these, if you're, if you're not worried, you're not one of those that feels that your whole life is, is wasting away and is filthy and nauseating, if you don't have that worry, not only don't I want you to join the group, please also don't read this. And now let's read what he says, Ve'efsha, because now he says something very, very deep. Does he say why he doesn't want the, the person that's not doing not to read it? Oh, that's what he's about to say now. He's going to say now, why, why, why does he want that the person that's not doig, that's not worried, not only not to join the group, but not to read it? So Pizetsu now says, and he says a very deep thing. The Efsher near Mazgamze could be that this is the deeper meaning of what the Medrash means to say, Bedivriya Medrash, Al Yisrael Shulegilu Mistoyrin Shalem B'Mitzrayim. On that, that the Jewish people didn't reveal their mysteries in Egypt. Now this is a Lashon of Chazal. The Piazetz is bringing here a Lashon of Medrash. So I'm sure you're all familiar with the famous thing that the, why the Jewish people get to be redeemed from Egypt because they didn't change. Remember the, this, the, their names, their garments, and their language, right? So that's one Chazal. There's another Chazal, a Medrash, a Medrash Tehillim, on Betzei Mitzrayim, Kuf Yutilim, Kuf the Chazal say a different reason. Why was the Jewish people zeichet to, to be redeemed? Because they didn't change their names. They didn't change their language. They didn't, weren't involved in forbidden relationships. And v'legilu mistoyrim. They didn't reveal their mysteries. So Mamash Chazal say one of the reasons that they were zeichet to leave Egypt is k'legilu mistoyrim. They didn't reveal their mysteries. And the Medrash says, on what mystery are we talking about? So the Medrash goes on and says, what, what, that, the, what, what he's going to bring in a second, So you remember when the Jewish people left Egypt, they had to leave Birchush Godel with a lot of property. Why? Because Hashem, when he promised Avram, huh? he said, and remember the Gemara and Brachis that says that Hashem was afraid that the Jewish people, that Avram shouldn't be able to say that you made them slaves, but you didn't make that they should leave with a lot of money, right? 
So, so Hashem's that they should get, they should. Now, when did Hashem say that? When did the Jewish people hear that they, they were going to really essentially steal all the money, all the property from the Egyptians? They heard that a year before it happened. Because don't forget, the ten makas took a year. Right? It took a year from, from the whole ten makas to happen from when it was told to them in, in, in the first time in Rosh Nisan. It was, took a year for the makas to happen. So they had to keep the secret for a year. So Bepashas knows that they keep a secret not to tell Egyptians that they were about to steal their money. So that's what the Medrash says is one of the zechuyas for why they were zechut to be redeemed. But the Piazetzer is going to be medayik in the language of Chazal that it doesn't say that they kept the sod. Sod is a secret. It doesn't say they kept the secret. It says they kept their mysteries. <coughs> Mistorin. Now I don't know if this, you know, what the etymological root of the word mistorin is in Lashon Kodesh. If it comes from the Greek, I have no idea. But definitely, you see, the word mystery comes from that. It's literally the same word. And so, huh? Say, sir. Miss, huh? With the words like say, sir. Uh, f- from say, sir. Say, sir's in there. Yeah. It's, it's definitely in there. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Mister and say, sir. Yeah. But uh, but the Varta, the Mistorin is more than just a secret. You would say a secret, right? Mistorin is mystery. That's where the word comes from. So look what the Pizetsner says. So again, and he's saying, why do I want people that don't have this daiga, that are not worried, why do I not want them to read this book? Because this is hinted to what the Medrash says, that the Jewish people didn't reveal their mysteries in Mitzrayim. It's not just that they didn't tell the secret. They didn't reveal their mystery. Not just the secret of that, oh, that, that, that they were told that a woman is going to take from their neighbor their money and their silver, etc. Not only that, they didn't tell that secret. But more generally, now this is so deep, listen to the words. Kol divrei hanefesh. All the inyanim, all the words, all the levels of the soul. That have to remain mysterious, have to remain bitsnias, have to remain hidden somehow. They remained hatsneh, they remained hidden. Why? It's not fitting. That others should see naked souls. When they wash themselves off from their impurity, and understand, because this is very deep. Let's explain, what did he say over here? So first of all, he's making a play on, on words and something in Chazal, that one of the things that we know we're not, uh, we're not supposed to look at, things we're not supposed to look at, and one of the things, one of the languages of Chazal, when they speak about not looking at women, it says, B'shashar reichzais, when they're in the river, when they're in the river washing things. And Pashas, the reason is, because then they would pick up their sleeves and their, and their, you know, to be able to wash things in the river. So B'shashar reichzais, not to look when they're reichzais, is the language of Chazal, not to look at women when they're washing. So he's making a play on words, and saying not to look at the naked souls when they wash themselves for their impurity. So what does it mean, the naked souls? And what does it mean that, that, that that's what it means, the Jewish people kept their mystery in Mitzrayim? What does he mean to say? What's he talking about? What does he mean, naked souls? So there's a vart that I saw once from the Rav. I don't remember where I saw it. But the Rav spoke about the idea 
that every person has in their soul, just like the Beis Hamikdash, there were different levels. There's a place that everyone was allowed to go into, even non-Jews. Then a place that only women or men and Kaihanim. And then there's the Kodesh Hakadoshim. So the Rav said that the same thing is with every person's soul. That every person has those parts of their soul that are that are more open to the public, that are more revealed to the public. Then those things that are a little more private. And then there's the Kodesh Hakadoshim, which is the opposite of you know those people. You know what TMI means. TMI, right? Too much information, right? So you know those people, TMI people, that like you meet them and after five minutes you know their whole life story? I'm talking about? You meet them and, and, and it's right away, there's no, there's, no, there's no boundaries, there's no secrets, there's nothing sacred. They right away vomit everything that you know, their parents did to them it, within five minutes of knowing them. And that means that that person doesn't keep their mystery. To keep one's mystery means that there's a sacred inner part of me that doesn't get told right away to everyone. It's the Kedush Kadoshim of my soul, the Holy of Holies of my soul. It doesn't get revealed to everyone right away. It's not for everyone's, for everyone's uh, um, uh, consumption. You know, there's an interesting word from Chassidim. The Chassidim say like this, What's a simon that a person is a chava? What's a, person that, a simon that a person is a yedid, is a good friend? What's the simon that a person is a good friend? So Chassidim say the simon is that it's somebody that you could tell your secrets to. Right? That's, someone that, that's a simon a good friend, somebody you could tell your secrets to. So that's a verb, by the way, from the Kotzker, their Hagav. So you remember the story of Yehuda and Tamar? Right? So he thought that she was a zaina, that she was a prostitute. And then he sends his friend Re'eu Adulami. To, to bring the, the sheep or whatever he promised her and she can't find her, etc. So the Kutzka says, what are you supposed to learn from the stories? The Kutzka says, you're supposed to learn what a good friend is. As <laughs> But a good friend, that the Re'a Dulami was willing to take care of this Vyuda, Kutzka said, that shows you what a good friend is, that even he's willing to do that. But that's the a good friend is somebody that you could tell your secrets to. And then Chassidim say, but then there are those secrets that are so private that you can't even tell to your friends. Only mamash, your yudid nefesh, your closest, your closest friend mamash. And then there are those secrets that are so private that you can't even tell your best friend. You keep it to yourself. Mamash, it's so private that you can't even share with, with even your best friend. And then there's that secret, that part of you that's so private that you can't even share with yourself. And that's what you should talk to the Rebbe about. Those secrets that you're even afraid to share with yourself, that you're embarrassed even thinking about yourself, that's what you have to tell a Rebbe, because the Rebbe is the best chaver. But that's the, that's the idea that there are those, the, 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 the sanctity of a person's soul is not to come to my private parts of who I am, of the deepest holy holies of my soul. Now the, so, what's the, so what is the Pizetzner saying? When we want to wash ourselves from impurity, the whole point of this book is we want to become different, we want to become better, we want to talk and serve Hashem in a more real way. So part of that is you have to get naked, naked of soul. You have to bear the innermost parts of you. This Chabur is about bearing the innermost parts of who we are, right? Talking about things that are very personal. That's why it's a, like a hidden community. A hidden, it's a Chabura. 
It's not, it's not supposed to be out public because we're talking about private things, things that are mamish relevant to the Kaidish Kadashim of the soul. So Pizetsu says it's not fitting, it's not roi, that other people should see the naked souls bearing themselves. If you're not part of the Chabur, then don't, don't, don't watch the way we bear our souls. In other words, the, the, the Pizetsu says if you're not part of us, it's not fitting. Why should you see the way that we bear our souls to each other? It doesn't quite answer the why you shouldn't read it. In other words, it, it gives an answer to why that person is not appropriate to be in the Chabura. But what's the mania? Why, why is it really not appropriate for the person not to even read the Sefer? Because I think the Piazetzner is saying that he's bearing his own soul in the I Sefer. Uh-huh. Okay. I think that's how I understand it, that the Piazetzner is saying that this is, you know, he's saying things that are very personal. And when, you know, when souls get naked and souls get that personal, it's not fitting that other people should watch. You know, that's, that's, and it's interesting if you notice that he uses the word sneas. Right? He says, Divrei hanefesh, those words of the soul, The mystery is that those words of the soul, those aspects of the soul that have to be bitsneas, should remain batsneas. What does it have to do with sneas? Interesting he uses the word sneeze. What word that how does he use it in English? What does he translate it in as English? I mean, is it like modesty? I don't see it here uh, Kept hidden. He just says hidden. Hidden. So interesting that he says sneeze, but <coughs> what's what's the idea? What's what's sneeze? The the the, the pneumis. Sneeze obviously is not just you know, has to be up to the elbows and the knees. That's it's unfortunate that some people think that, that their whole Yiddishkeit is, is that's what sneeze is, just the technical length of different skirts and different things, right? That there has to be a depth to it. No wonder people get turned off. There has to be a depth to what it means. What does sneeze really mean? It doesn't just mean to keep things hidden, even though in Hebrew the word lahatsnia means to hide something. That's true. Lahatsnia Right, the whole parak in Shabbos, Hamatznia. Right, the the whole parak in Masech Shabbos. So Latznia means to hide something, but that's not. There's something more than that in Tznias, because the Pizetzner is not talking about hiding something because you're embarrassed about it, so to speak. He's saying that those aspects of the soul that have to remain Btsnias. What does that mean? They have to remain Btsnias. What does Btsnias really mean? The way I always understood Tznias, and tell me what you think, is that there has to be boundaries for something to be sacred. Boundaries are not only there for something that is sacred, but boundaries make something sacred. Setting boundaries is what makes something sacred. I don't need to tell you that that's, you know, in the base of Migdush or by Har Sinai, whenever there was the sacred, there's always the, the, the whole Hagdama the whole Tamat Torah. It's very strange. You have a look in Parshas Yisro. Right before Sarah's Adibris, the whole the whole psukim, all the psukim before Matan Torah is Hashem saying to cordon off the mountain, the Hagbila Sahar, you know, make sure boundaries, boundaries. But the whole thing is boundaries, because even though Matan Torah is a gilu of Ein Sof, but there has to be in that itself, there has to be boundaries. There has to be what's sacred. Boundaries make something sacred, right? So so, and that's of course the the, the whole idea. Why? Let's say even you know. A Sefer Torah is not supposed to be naked. Right? A Sefer Torah, we, cl- we cover it up with a parochus. Mishum Tznias. It says in the Beis HaMikdash there were different curtains, Mishum Tznias. What does that mean then, in the Beis HaMikdash there were different curtains, Mishum Tznias? 
What, what does Tzniyas have to do with curtains in the base of Migdash? Because the, there's something sacred. Boundaries and, and those things make that it remains sacred. It brings about the, the, the sanctity. Because you're saying that it's so, it's so aloof from, the, from everyone else. So of course that's the deeper meaning of Tzniyas when it comes to clothing. And that's also what it means when it says, Right, the famous Pasuk in Micha. Right, Mama, but what does God ask of you? Us as Mishpat to do righteousness, to walk in sneers with God, with your God. What does it mean at to walk in sneers with your God? So I looked it up, Taka. The Radak says over there, it means he says, because Avas Hashem is a dover Masu Lelev. Because Avas to, to, to really love God is something that's only in the heart. And, and he says in the, in the Rabbi Shai Trani, they say that the idea is that nobody else has to know about it. means that your relationship with God should be just between you and God. That literally it should be in your heart and it's not for everyone else to see. That's what it means, the mystery. That's what the Pizetsu is talking about. There's a mystery that a person, that you have to maintain a separateness, a sanctity. And therefore it's not fitting that somebody that, that, is not, that doesn't have the same worry should be there when we, you know, when we unload. You know, they don't let um, into, into uh, meetings of alcoholic anonymous, Alcoholics Anonymous. If you're not an alcoholic, you're not supposed to be there. Same Nakuda. Right? It's, it's a very private and personal thing. So those things of the soul shouldn't be there. So Pizetsu says that's why I don't want not only people shouldn't join, but they shouldn't read this, this, um, this book. They shouldn't see us wash ourselves in a nakedly from the Tumah. Let's go further. The Hagam Oiz even though later on we're going to explain more in depth what's the composition of the group. But right away, right now, in the beginning, the first of all, after right away, let it be known. Only the following that keep have all of these five conditions could enter the group, the Chevra. Please. I think he's turning off also um, this chapter. Uh huh. Talking about not being older than now. Right. You know, so there's some elements of also, you're going to do the spiritual work and what? Rubbing other people's faces and make it so public and it's the thing that you talk about a kiddish. And it's like, that's a level that's like a little naive a little. You know, that there, it's, it is a tzniyas issue on some level. Right. It's like, really, if this were genuine work, it's not something you flaunt, it's not something you rub in other people's faces. You put your head down and do the work, and you know. It seems because you're, you're saying that, that, that it's so to speak, the chevra, that they shouldn't show it to other people. Right. Because that's not saying that we don't want other people to see us. That's right. not Roy, that people should see naked souls when they're washing themselves. Uh, but it, it sets the mentality, though, people who are the us. Right, and I'm just saying, it's that, interesting like, that you're adding you that be element. treating this the same way as like, when you shower. Right. Like you don't just right, like right. you pull the curtain closed first. It's like be a human being. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I hear. Are we joining the Novartis Society here? Why? Why do you say that? Because all this self beating up and sounds like Novartis. Okay. Good. So I'm happy that you say that because I'm that's Mamish, but I'm going to get to uh, in, in, over the next couple of minutes. Mamish, that's that's where I'm, I'm headed over the next couple of minutes. What's this whole? Self, what seems to be like self beating up. So let, let's, let's read a little weiter. And that's what I want to talk about now. 
So, um, so again, Hagam, so Oiz Dalit. So he says, even though we're going to say Viter, what are the, what's the makeup of this group? Even so, Rashus called the beginning, I want to right away say that only the following could enter this holy group that have these five conditions. Aleph, what's the first condition? And here he says it even more blunt than he said it earlier. Only somebody that feels truthfully in their inside them this pain, this anguish. Al that is far that we're far from God. Only person that feels that pain that they're far from God. Not that a person should only know in their brain their lowly level. Just to know it, to know it intellectually, to know it rationally, everybody knows. If a person's not crazy or drunk, then you know how, that you know how far person we are from Hashem. You have to be crazy or drunk to think otherwise. So we're not talking about just to know in the head. Everyone knows if you're not crazy or drunk. Rather, the, I'm talking about the person should really feel pain in their heart. And that that his soul is bitter to him. Again, that he has this worry. Mamash, he's worried about it. Not less than if a person, nobody should know from it, but a person has to be worried about their physical health. Somebody, somebody hears the doctors say, oh, you know, you know, the doctor's face gets a little serious, right? Or he gets scared, right? As soon as the doctor's face gets a little serious, like, what, what did you see? What? So that's how he says, that's how a person should be worried about their spiritual life. And not only should a person be worried, not less than their physical life, but more than that, it should bother you so much until the extent that one cries on the tsar of one's soul and the lowliness of oneself. So again, the Piazetzer in these five conditions, he right away says again this whole idea of being worried all the time. And here we come to Rabshleimah's question, what is this whole idea of beating oneself up seemingly so much? Right? That this whole thing about worrying and being... That he, he's mamish making it like a condition, uh, what's the word? Something in Latin, sen- sine quo non. How do you pronounce it? Sine quo non. Sine quo non. That like, mamish can't go weiter if you don't have this worry, if you don't that feel which, how far you are from God. That which not. So, first of all, it's like I said before, it's like what Chazal say, that you could only give sister Torah to somebody whose who's heart is worried in them. You see already from Chazal that to be able to come to sister Torah, to come to the deeper parts of Torah, one has to have this worry. One has to be worried. Chazal say it. But it doesn't really answer why. What, what is it? Why does one have to be worried? So I want to learn with you a, a shtickle from the Kutte Torah, from the Alter Rebbe, to see how he explains this Chazal. And then I want you, to, you all to tell me what you think Compare, contrast this, what you, if you think the Piazetsa is saying the same thing or not. So this is Likud Torah Parshas Tazria, Staf Chav Gimel. It's not a very uh, aesthetically pleasing copy, I apologize. I'm not, not very good at these things. Um, I hope we're looking at the middle of column. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well... <laughs> 
we're starting we're starting from <laughs> we're actually starting from the, the end of the the, right column. the column on the right. Yeah, so it's good. it's a little cut off over there. So but you'll be able to follow with me when I I, I wanted you to have at least something in the hands of when I read. We're starting from where he says on the right hand column, where it says Kihine, um, four lines from the bottom. Kihine inyanatervatfili. You see it? Mm-hmm. See it? Yeah. Everyone got it? Okay. Kihine inyanatervatfila. How do you this the deeper meaning of how do you relate to the relationship of ter and tefila? Because the author is going to say the ter and tefila not just happen to be two things that we do, but there's a direct relationship of of their count their 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 complementary. Why? Hainu shahatfila hi kamayal derech moshul hakdama vachana la esekatayr. Tfila is hachana for esekatayr. It's not just that chronologically happens to be we daven first and then we learn. No, bepnimius tfila the meaning of davening davening properly is the hachana to learn Torah properly. Why? He says, Shat what's tefillah? If we're to summarize in one sentence, what is tefillah all about? All the words that we say, what are they all coming to convey? Tefillah is about meditating on the vastness of the infinite, of the, of the endless one, of the Ein Sof. That there's no investigating his vastness, his expansiveness. And how to meditate how all the downshading of all worlds may raise called dargan from the highest of all levels, at soif called dargan to the lowest of all levels. Mokar is the source of their creation. We're going to the next column. Vichiyusim and their vitality. Hurak meheara achas levad is from one glimmer from God. One glimmer. When you speak about all the light, all the energy to create all the worlds from the highest worlds, Atzilas, Adam Kadman, the highest spiritual worlds, all the way to this world, and everything in all the worlds is one glimmer, one ray of God's light. Like in Tani gives the Tani gives the example, like like you saying a word. How much of you is invested in you saying a word? That's how much is invested in God to to bring about the light that brings it all of reality. And he brings in the, the mushal that he brings, Shirak al Derech Mushal, he gives a mushal. How, how should you meditate about all the universe, all the worlds vis a vis God? Ketipa Negat Hayam, like one drop compared to the ocean. Hashem Ein Sof is the ocean, and the whole universe and all the spiritual worlds are like one drop. So that's what davening is to meditate on this. Vilochen, and therefore, Vyoisim is Ein and even more incomparable. Why is it even more incomparable than a drop to the ocean? Because the ocean is only quantitatively more than the drop. But qualitatively, it's the same thing. Right? Whatever's in the ocean is in the drop, qualitatively. But when it comes to Hashem, it's not just quantitatively, it's qualitatively that incomparable. V'lochinen therefore kol of yoyser kameyiz barach. Therefore, the more that a person gets closer to God... One has a deeper feeling of, 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 null, of nullification. One feels less that one is like nothing. 
The one, the closer you are to Hashem, the more you feel that one is like nothing. Why? Because before God, everything is as if not. Before God, everything is just like a drop, just like a, a hair from your head. And no thought could grasp his essence. Yeah? Everyone with me? That's davening. Now, says the Alter Rebbe, what's supposed to happen from davening, from all this meditation, that all the worlds are just a drop vis-a-vis Hashem? From this meditation should come out worry and bitterness. Why? Oh, first he says, like Chazal say, like Chazal say, you can't give sister to only to somebody whose heart is word in them. And now says the Al It doesn't mean sadness. The Al Rebbe is making this very clear. When Chazal is saying that you only give Rosy Torah to somebody that libe doyeg, the daiga, it doesn't mean sadness. Here at Shleim, I don't know Navarak if they were sad people, but certainly Al Rebbe is saying it doesn't mean sadness. It doesn't mean sadness. How do you know? Those, the, the wise men of Kabbalah, of, this, of Secrets of Torah, always said they were very distant sadness. Sadness is treif, is no, no is sadness. Rather what? Rather it means that one's heart should be worried. The Ismar Meron person should be, be bitter. From what? That we can't comprehend, we can't reach the essence of God. <coughs> All of the worlds are just a drop of godliness. It's just a drop of elokus. And so, I'm, and all of it is, is, is completely insignificant vis-a-vis God. But this, this is a metaphysic. This is the, the Alter Rebbe is, is is saying that this state of of Daga is a result of a metaphysical affirmation of one's smallness in the face of of the infinite. Of, yeah. But I think. Oh, if if you want to get back to the Pizetsna, yeah, yeah. hold it. I, I want to talk about that. Let, I want, let's just put what the Rebbe says and then, and then we'll... Okay, you know, let's, let's talk about it now if you already brought it up. Yeah. I agree. I think that's what he's getting at. Why do you think it's different? I think it's different. The Pizetsin the, the is talking about your own weaknesses, your own psycho, like your own moral weaknesses. It's not just the vastness of a Kavosh Baruch versus your small... It's your own... Liability. You do it to yourself. It's more than yeah. just an ontological. Yes, reality. exactly. It's much more of a personal weakness, and that's why you don't want to see the the schmutz when you're washing your clothes, so to speak, in front of others. This is not washing your clothes in front of others. Everybody is built. We're all in, insignificant. Clape Akadushbar. So I hear what you're saying, but now, but let me ask you a question. Lamaisa. If you remember, the Piazetzner said that the people in the group that have this daiga are nekiei hadasu pure hearts and clear right. minds. Right. And so somehow the Piazetzner is saying, no matter how pure and holy a person gets, right. you still have to have the daiga. Okay, so that could be because of this. Oh, so that's what. But I'm I don't tra- think it doesn't start with this. In other words. It starts well, here's with the your question. Own... When you say your own foibles, that yes. a person throws yourself into the schmutz, yes. what does the schmutz mean? 
It means you're It doesn't bad. mean necessarily, you know... Uh, no, it doesn't mean that you're insignificant, it means that your Tivus, you, you know, you're, you stumble because you're a guy, you're about Gaiva. You stumble because you're about Taiva. You stumble, you stumble because you're weak and you're human. So, but that's the Vharduk. Okay. I think the Nakuda that even the Piazetzner is saying is that because of what I did, I'm far from Hashem. The, the, the Knech, and it's not just semantics. The, I don't think about, I don't think the Alter Rebbe is, is even coming to the question of your moral standing. It's an intellectual realization. It's, it's an intellectual realization about the reality of, of man neged the Enzo. So it's true. I mean, it is true definitely that in, 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 uh, in Chabad, the, the Alter Rebbe does talk about the need to be bitter, but I mentioned last week that it's only a very set times. Davening is not supposed to be sadness and bitterness. Davening is supposed to be besimcha. Yeah, so is, what's the daiga? The, the, it's not a contradiction to right. simcha. Right, so, so to speak, right. it's a daiga that I'm not touching Hashem. Right. But that's so, different. But again, I, I think the Piazetsa, people of the Piazetsa's time, they weren't bali taiva. I mean, they we're talking about Ehrlicha people that the Piazetsa was... We're all bali taiva. Well, I, I mean... I mean, the, we're all the, sitting here in this very wonderful... Couple we are. Time, and we're also bali taiva. We are, but I don't think that Piazetsa and his chevra... When he's talking about the schmutz, he's not talking about, you know, watching Netflix. He's talking about, you know, uh, you know, I remember... In I, one, in, I mean, if you go back to the previous page, he's talking yeah. about... Yeah. Like, it's, it's real. Shkutsa that I'm now disgusted by. So, but I think, I think that when a person has this idea, what the author was saying, then anything, anything that's not Kedusha... Is nauseating. Anything that's not kedusha is, is anything that's not kedusha is shakaitsa nafshi behem. Taivas namuchas. I don't think it has to be dafka. We're talking about taivas namuchas the way that we define ta- taivas namuchas very lowly desires. I think he's talking about taivas namuchas even you know food and, and things that a person is involved in in day to day life. Well, let's finish the Alter Rebbe and then we'll continue talking about it. I just want to finish. He says, so he says, so the bitterness has to be that there's no revelation of God's essence. Even the revelation in the highest worlds, is only one drop, like we said before. That's in Atfila. And then he quotes in the next line that that's in of Chaylas Ava, to be sick with love. The Taichas of another place, Vayechal Moshe, to be sick. The one is supposed to daven. The Pasuk says in, in Malachi, Cholunah Pnei Kel. Cholunah Pnei Kel, which see, the simple meaning is to daven to Hashem. But the deeper meaning of the Altar says you have to make yourself sick with love. Sick with love that we're not reaching Hashem. So that's davening. So Torah, how is that Akdama to Torah? Vina Be'esaka Torah Nemar, Pikude Hashem Yesharim, Mesamche Leiv. Torah, the words of Hashem are Yeshar Misam Chelev. They gladden the heart. Now, what's the connotation of we're saying that Torah gladdens the heart? What's the connotation of that? What does that imply? You had space for joy before. That, that you weren't happy before you learned Torah. And that's exactly what Altarva says. That, that, was said, that it says that the Torah gladdens the heart. Mashmashmashmashmashmashmashmashmashmashmashmashmashmashmashmashmashmashmashmashmashmashmashmashmashmashmashmashmashmashmashmashmashmashmashmashmashmashmashmashmashmashmashmashmashmashmashmashmashm
Because one's heart was worried like before. But when one learns Torah, that is Mesamchlev. What that gladdens the heart? Why? Because even though Hashem's Gedula ain't Cheker and Nothor grasps him, but through Esak Torah, he brings what it says in Tanya in chapter four and five that that when you learn Torah, you are becoming one with the essence of God. So that's why Torah gladdens you, and that's why Torah is the so to speak the next step after Davening. Right? That's why davening is the preface to Torah. Davening is the time to arouse that desire for God, that feeling of farness from God. And then Torah is when you then actually become one with Hashem. And therefore gladdens the heart. Right? That's the piece in the Kutu Torah, what I wanted to do. But I definitely... I, I, let, let's ask a very more basic question for a second. This debate about we're having whether the Altar is saying and the Pizetz is saying the same thing. Definitely I could see... I could see what, What's the chapter? What's that? Where is this? What Simeon, uh, where is this in the, in the Kutu Torah? Oh, it's Tazria, the Chav Gimel. I always thought Asus was depression, not sadness. There's a big difference. You're right, and I, but I think that the, when the, when the Chachme Emes were distanced, it wasn't depression, it was even just sadness. Sadness in serving Hashem is, when it's supposed to serve Hashem, is always supposed to be joy. That's what Altarbis says, that even the bitterness that one is supposed to have, one has to have set times, not during that, not during the middle of the day. Yeah, when Mishri brings to, to sin, I think it's more depression than sadness. Someone writes in, in the Kutte, and uh, in Gerit HaKodesh, like Atzis leads to Atzlas. You can't be talking about depression, you're talking about clinical already. Yeah, we're not talking about clinical depression. We're talking about... That's too deep of a... That's too deep of a place to be in, because that's where... I don't think... I think you can be talking about Of course you can't be in depression. Back in the day here. Depression, even saying it's going to lead to laziness. No one's saying depression in the clinical thing is going to lead to laziness. That's already... Oh, you're all... You don't get out. I'm saying you're sick. You're a sickness already. We're talking about way before that. Yeah, depression is an illness. He's not. He's not. He doesn't need to negate that. Nobody should know from it. Atzvus, there are you know, and even atzvus of sadness, one is supposed to try not to be. One is supposed to always try to be besimcha. Not that one always can, but one should always try to be besimcha, right? And then, and those that one has to be bitter, one has to have set times for that. That's that's the. Uh, let's so it's getting late, but I want to just finish. So, so, but what's the nakud? Let's ask for a second. Why, whether the pizetsu and alter are saying the same thing or not? Whether the pizetsu literally means disgusting tivus, or he means anything that's not kedusha, like the alter is saying. But why does a person have to be daig by Why? Why? What's what's? Why does a person have have this diet? Why is that a sin qua non? What's the sin qua non? Why? Because without that, one remains complacent. Without that, one remains as a omei instead of a holei. Okay, I hear it. That's, that's definitely true. You need an engine. You to, need an engine and a motivation to feel that I have to change. Yeah. Okay, that's definitely true. That's definitely true, but I want to add maybe another, another, uh, another uh, element. There's a story that one time a chassid came to the Rebbe Roshab, the, the, the Rebbe Roshab, the fifth Rebbe of Chabad, came into the Rebbe Roshab, and he asked for a bracha for something, I believe for children, for something, I don't remember, something very, very meaningful. And the Rebbe Shab said to him, I'm sorry, I can't help you. I can't help you. And this chassid left and he burst out crying. He was weeping and weeping and weeping. 
And finally, the Razor, Reb Zalman Aram, who was the Rebbe Shab's older brother, saw this chassid that was weeping uncontrollably, and he said, why are you crying so much? He said, that Kacha Maisa said to the Rebbe, I want a bracha, and he said, I can't help you. So the Razor went into his brother, to Rebbe Shab, and says, how could, you, how could you not give a bracha to a Jew that's asking for a bracha? So Rebbe Shab said, tell him to come back in. And the Rebbe Shab put on his gartel and gave him a bracha. And, 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 and this question is that the, the Rebbe asked, what, what, he had to get the muster from Rebbe Zalmanad, like, why didn't he give him the bracha right away? But the Vard is that he wasn't a kli, he wasn't a vessel for the bracha before. But by his crying, that made him the vessel. By his crying, by his being... In other words, when he came before, he wasn't broken. He wasn't doyeg. He was complacent, like you said, right? right being doyeg is that you feel that, there's a, that, that, that to, be, to be broken, to, to have space, so to speak, to be a vessel or so not be a vessel, to make yourself into an ayin, to allow for Hashem to exist over there, to, for Hashem to be revealed over there. That's ultimately the nakuda that, that I believe what the Piazzetta is really saying over here. Yes, it's, it's a motivating thing, but it's also a metaphysical thing. It's that a person should feel that one without God, that, without, that, that, that one makes space for the fact that I need God in my life. I need God. I'm not, my life without God is not, is, is bad, is, is impure, is an avela, is nauseating, etc. Anyway, I think we I mean, should. I agree. Yeah. I, mean, I think that also, if, if this, if his topic were money, and that we should be like achieving, you could write the same words. Money? What do you mean, money? Or money. If the goal were like attaining more money, you know, like yeah, completely not spiritual. Just completely. He could say the same thing. He'd be like, you don't, you're wasting your time. You're not investing money properly. You're not worrying about. You're not thinking how to get more money. You're not. You know, you blame yourself at the end of the day, and it comes to the end of your day, <laughs> and you'll realize where I waste my time. Right. And I could have had more money. You're like, I think it's the same thing. We are, we need a lot more as something we'll never get enough of. It's not money, it's something else. But like, any, to any extent that we don't pursue it completely and let it absorb You need to work on it. You need to work on it. You have to constantly be thinking of improving yourself. But then it's not even so much that you were throwing money away, burning in the toilet. But you weren't, no, even if you didn't didn't do do that, you just didn't do more to be be excellent, to be kadosh. So that's what he's talking about, doing as much as you can. If you don't do as much as you can, then you're self to blame, and that's putting yourself to places where you do it, and you're not... It, it, I think that's the. Yeah, it doesn't I, have to be that you were terrible. Terrible. Just right. that you no, no. I, I, as you said, I don't think they were terrible, but they could. We could always be better. Right. Yeah, but I think which is the human. That's, that's right. the nature of the we human. Could always, we could always have a higher like. Right. I just think that that in Hasidus the vart isn't you know. to be better. It's to be closer to Hashem. But that's what better. That's what it means better. In terms of semantics one's matter in theology. Be, no, better in terms of one's relationship with the Gadol Baruch Okay. I, I don't think I, I, okay. Fine. I hear. I hear. But I think. I think there's also an akud over here that that what he said before that what the Alter Rebbe said that the closer you get to God, the closer you feel iron. Yeah. But there's a relationship there, and there's more, the more feeling of His greatness. The more you, the more wise, the wiser you are, the more you know you're distant. That, that's always like. Yeah. You know, and the closer you feel. Socrates to knew what made him wise is he knew he, he didn't knew know he knew nothing. Right. So yeah, but I think it's it's a little deeper than the Socrates thing because I think the again it's, it's it's more the metaphysics of who you are. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. All right, let's stop over here. Yeah. Okay. Ten minutes from next week. Eight.